When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss life, love, and the pursuit of Christ. Today, y'all, we are hopping right into it. This may be another two-parter. I am so fired up in my spirit about this episode and just what God has given me. Today's episode is entitled, Five Weapons That You Need for war. And so um, last year I did a series called Ready for War, where we talked about the importance of having the armor of God. And in my quiet time today, God dropped um, just a word in my spirit. Um, we were talking about gratitude and the group that I'm in, we're praying, we've been praying um, just gratitude and giving God thanks. And I was reading Psalms um, 149 today. And Praise is a weapon. And after that, I, you know, after God kind of gave me that revelation, which we hear a lot in the cliche, God was like, you got a lot of weapons in your arsenal that you just aren't really tapping into. And there's a lot of us that have weapons in our arsenal and we're not using them because we don't know how. So yeah, you're covered in the armor, but you got this sword and you don't know how to swing it. And that is a problem. Can you imagine if David showed up with the slingshot, but didn't know how to put the rocks in it? and couldn't throw it appropriately, and then couldn't use the knife to cut off Goliath's head. Can you imagine how crazy that would have looked? Like, I got this slingshot, but uh, let me figure out how to use it. You got a gun, but you don't know how to load it, aim it, and shoot it properly. So you're out here wasting bullets, wasting uh, space, and wasting your time. And the devil's just out here laughing. But that's not about to be our story no more. Okay, amen. So we're going to talk about five warfare weapons that you need to be aware of. The first thing that God really um, revealed to me is that we have to start thinking offensively. And I don't mean taking offense like, oh man, you made me mad. I'm taking offense. I mean, offensively, like you are designed It's designed for an attack. You are positioning your prayers and positioning yourself to where you're not waiting for the devil to do something and you're responding defensively, but you are going in and you are taking territory and you coming after the devil. 
Okay, like you go in on the offense because what happens is, is we sit in this position where we're waiting and we're copacetic. And we wait for things to happen. And then we want to pray the walls down. No, you need to be praying offensively before things happen. You need to be strategizing and getting with the Holy Spirit so he can show you where some areas are where you may need to be getting prayed up. Because please believe that the devil takes no PTO. Okay, he takes no paid time off. He is constantly out here um, positioning himself and strategizing to kill, steal and destroy at all times. He is not worried about uh, that. It's the Memorial Day weekend. He's not worried about none of that. He is constantly out here with his one third of fallen angels, which are a.k.a. demons. Okay, when Lucifer fell, it wasn't just him. It was him and a third of the angels. God has legions of angels. So if a third of them fell and they are now um, subject to the rule of the enemy, guess what? That's there's that many demons. So don't be out here fool thinking, oh, it's just the devil. No, there are demons. There's there's legions of them. There are tons of them. So it, it's so important that the same way that um, he has access to them. We have access to angels. We have angels um, that go in and are able to battle on our behalf, but we don't know how to activate them because we're not using our, our warfare weapons that we've been given. Right. So it's so important that you understand that the first thing is to get your mind right to where you're not just praying in response to something, but you're praying offensive prayers that you're um, you know, your family Maybe doing well, but you never stop praying for their health and their healing. You never stop praying and coming against the spirit of infirmity. You never stop praying against um, poverty. You never stop praying. Even when you're doing well, you never stop praying against um, the, the generational curses and coming up against things like alcoholism that may be trying to attach itself to your family. And the reason that we don't do this on the regular is because we don't be knowing how to use the weapons that we've been given. So we're going to discuss five weapons and we'll see how far we get through the list today. This may be a two-parter. God has already told me that we're going to be coming back to this because some of these, this is just introductory um, and it's just really kind of surface so you can start understanding. But some of this stuff, y'all, I could have kept studying and writing and just, it was so much that God was downloading into me. But we're going to start here with weapons of your warfare 101. Okay, so the first thing that you have to understand, and these are in no particular order, because the one that I say for number five is put in that position for a reason, not because it's less significant, but it's the most significant. And we really need to talk about it at that point in time. So the first weapon of your warfare that you need to have ready and have um, in have it locked and loaded is God's word. Okay, Jesus was in the wilderness and was being tempted by the devil. Okay, Jesus is our example. And he literally defeated the temptation of the devil using God's word. That's it. He ain't square up with the devil. He ain't sought the devil in the face. He ain't cuss him out. No, he used God's word after being hungry, thirsty, tired, 40 days, 40 nights, It was so ingrained in him that he was able to use God's word because he was the word. Okay, that's what John 1 and 1 say. But he was able to pull that and utilize it to defeat the enemy. 
And not only that, but he did not allow the fact that the enemy was using scripture out of context. He was not fooled. He had the word in him so ingrained in him that he was not fooled by the counterfeit presentation of the word. Some of us are out here being fed counterfeit uh, counterfeit Bible scriptures, counterfeit presentations of the word. You out here eating plastic food, plastic fruits and vegetables in the basket. It look cute. It's decorative, but it ain't got no nutrition, no substance, no value that's going to help you when you're in the middle of warfare. So we need to really make sure that we are utilizing God's word. Ephesians six seventeen tells us when we talk about the armor of God, that the sword Our sword in the spirit is God's word. Hebrews 4 and 12 tells us that the word of God is alive and sharper than any two edged sword. We need to know God's word. okay? and knowing God's word isn't going to make you um, more saved. You've been saved. okay? knowing God's word and spending time in God's word isn't going to make God love you more. He loves you. That's it. okay? That that's it. He loves you. He gave his son up for you and all the rest of us. He loves you. But knowing God's word is going to allow you to mature and up to a place where you can be elevated and you can be used by God. And that is what we want as producers. And not only can you be used by him, but you can maintain the position when he sets you and he elevates you for his glory. So you have to really understand that you have to get to a place where you're working offensively because the devil don't take no days off. He ain't taking no PTO. Okay, we need to make sure that we know God's word. That means meditating on it day and night. That we're meditating on scripture. Okay, we can meditate on song lyrics. You can be a classy, ratchet, bougie, all the things, but you don't know God's word. So when the enemy comes up and they they give you a diagnosis that don't belong to you, you don't even know what to do. You you so frazzled and the enemy's got you. That's it. No, you have to know God's word. You have to know that by his stripes, I'm healed. You have to be able to speak them, even if you don't know the exact location. We want to mature to the point where we know those things. But you need to start taking even if it's one scripture a week and really getting it ingrained into your spirit that you're meditating on it, that you're able to apply it, because there's going to be a place where God may tell you to speak, to pray, to speak a word. And you need to be able to recall that the same way that we do song lyrics. Okay. We have to understand the importance of this as we go into this next season. We are not going to get anywhere without knowing God's word. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Producer Society. The Producer Society is an online membership group for women looking to draw closer to God, to develop godly community, and to produce everything that God has called her to. Members of the Producer Society receive early access to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast episodes, monthly Bible studies, exclusive online events, and so much more. If you are ready to get connected with other women who are chasing after God, and wanting to produce his purpose in their lives, then this community is for you. Visit www.producersociety.com to start your free 30-day trial today. Now let's get back to the show.
Now, the next weapon of warfare that we need to get familiar with is praise. Okay. Every praise. Okay. We need to have our praise ready. Let me tell y'all about this story in the Bible that God showed unto me and really helped me understand why the enemy be coming after our praise so hard. That's why when you in church, you don't feel awkward when you at the Beyonce concert. Okay, singing out loud and screaming and hooping and hollering in front of strangers. But we get into the church and then all of a sudden we're deaf mutes. And I have been guilty of this. This ain't nothing that I ain't had to work through. Because oh, I'm embarrassed. I don't want people looking at me. No, if I can shout for Beyonce, okay, Sharla, I'll be out here shouting for Roman Reigns and all the other wrestlers when I go to live events, but I can't shout for God. Get out of here. We we not accepting that in 2021. We done with that. And let me tell you why. Because the enemy wants to steal your praise because your praise is a weapon. So in Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles 2, there's a story of King Jehoshaphat. He was under attack by a great army. There was a bunch of them. Okay, he was about to get jumped. That was that's what's happening here. Okay. He did he sought the Lord. And he called for the entire country to fast. Jaziel um, was overcome by the Holy Spirit. And they were instructed not to be afraid because the battle was not theirs, but belonged to God. And that's in Second Chronicles 2.15. And I'm paraphrasing. God told them that they wouldn't even have to fight. All they needed to do was to be in position. Okay. King Jehoshaphat sends singers, okay? He was like, all right, well, God said just to show up, so we're going to show up to the battlefield. Matter of fact, what we're going to do is we're going to have the singers, the worshipers, okay? Bro had a whole praise team. He sent elevation worship ahead of them, okay? And they started singing praises to God. And they song, give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. That's 2 Chronicles 2.21. When they began to praise the Lord, the opposing armies that thought that they was about to jump the army of Judah and King Jehoshaphat started fighting themselves, started destroying themselves. By the time the army got to the battlefield, there was nothing but dead bodies, nothing but dead bodies. And not a single enemy escaped, the Bible says. Then it says it took them days, days to collect all of the goods that were left. Because, you know, in war, when people um, once you defeat the other army, you get to take their guns and all that stuff like the stuff is yours. Now you've won. It took them days days to collect and they did not have to lift a finger all they did was praise God and they were confused and started fighting themselves the enemy destroyed himself because he was confused by the praise of God's people And that is why the devil be trying so hard to give you a complex when you in church about you singing, honey, I'll be out here singing. I'll be singing, dancing, all of it because God is worthy of it. Who is the devil? Who the girl ain't worried about nobody looking at me. We got to get over that because we'll do stuff on social media, but then get in church and act like we don't know how to open our mouth. 
you'll do the TikTok dance, but you won't you won't shout and dance in church for God. We have to stop it. We we done with that in 2021 because there's too many things that God is calling us to for us to not be able to um, utilize this weapon effectively. A lot of us are out here losing our mind because we're trying all of these these practical and carnal things to fight the battle. And God's like, girl, if you will just get in position and praise me, they'll kill themselves. You ain't even got to worry about it. And not people in the literal sense. We do not condone or want anybody committing suicide. But I'm saying the, the, the demons, they won't know what to do. They'll kill themselves. You have to really position yourself in a manner that is going to allow God to fight the battle for you. But you still got to show up. You still got to do the work. And you have to open your mouth and praise him. Psalms 149 or I'm sorry, Psalms 139, six through nine tells us the importance of praise. It, hold on y'all, let me pull it up because I had it, but then I lost it. Y'all, it's 149. Don't, don't don't see the devil big man. It's 149. I did this yesterday. If y'all in my group, if y'all in the producer society, if you know, you know, it's 149, six through nine, y'all. It says, let the praises of God be in their mouths, a sharp sword in their hands to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples to bind their kings with shackles and their leaders with iron chains to execute the judgment written against them. This is the glorious privilege of his faithful ones. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something. Your praise will execute vengeance on the devil. It is going to shackle, like, come on, iron chains, and it's going to execute the judge. Your praise executes judgment against the enemy, but we act like we're too scared to open our mouth. We have to get comfortable with praising God openly and doing it without any type of hesitation, because that's what the enemy wants. And I ain't even plan on staying on this point for this long, but there are some people who just, you'll open your mouth to cuss somebody, but you won't open your mouth to say, thank you, God, because you're embarrassed. I bind that spirit. I bind that spirit of fear. I bind that spirit of doubt. We, that is not of God. We openly praise God. We thank him because he's worthy because he's done so much for us. And us doing that is the way that the enemy, he's overthrown. He's overthrown. Y'all know that Lucifer was in charge of worship. That's how he got kicked out of heaven. Did y'all know that? That's why you got to be careful with the music that you listen to because he was over that. He, he know how to make it sound good. And he got beside himself and he wanted the worship. He wanted the praise. He wanted it and got kicked out of heaven. And so it's so, um, it, it annoys me so much that he would attack this area of, of us, us not feeling confident, whatever the feeling is, it's not of God to where we don't want to open our mouth and praise God in front of people because we're in, we're embarrassed, we're coy, but you got half naked pictures on Instagram. So I'm confused. We have to really, really be able to get a sharper vision to identify the schemes of the devil. And this is one of them. And I'm not going to let up off of his head. 
Some of us just need to go through the rest of this week and practice praising God out loud, praying in our prayer closet out loud. He wants you to be bound. He wants you to be bound in silence. Yeah, you can pray a a silent prayer to yourself, but it hit different when you speak out loud. How many times in the Bible did we see Jesus uh, pray to himself? I'm not a one that I can recall. He prayed and he spoke to God openly. He spoke to devils and demons openly, casted them out openly and did it boldly. And in the same sense, we have to get over not wanting to praise God aloud, not wanting to open our mouths. It is a trick of the enemy because he wants you to praise him. He wants you to worship him. And a lot of us don't um, don't overtly worship him. Yeah, we're not walking around with, uh, you know, whatever the circle with the star pentagrams and things like that on our bodies. But you'll be out here singing these songs and they're not praising God. You'll see them loud and proud. So he's getting your worship one way or another, and he's stealing and utilizing a weapon against you. It is a warfare weapon. And am I saying that you can't enjoy a song? No, don't come for me. What I'm saying is that as much as you enjoy singing a song that ain't got nothing to do about nothing, you need to sing a song praising God 20 times louder than that. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we have to have our priorities in check. What I'm saying is that we need to understand that our praise will confuse the enemy and will leave us in a position where we're just picking up the goods. You asking God to be blessed and he said, open your mouth. Praise me. Open your mouth. Speak to me. So I'm going to put a pin in this episode right now. I don't know if y'all can tell, but sis is fired up, okay? I'm going to put a pin in this episode, and I'm going to come back for part two uh, where we discuss the last three weapons of our warfare that we have to get familiar with. I pray that this bless y'all. I pray that y'all go out with a new boldness, and you don't allow the enemy to steal your praise this week, okay? So As I always say, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves. And I will talk to y'all next week. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves, And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.